0: Hey privates, I want to turn you on to another podcast from the pleasure podcast network that I love. And I think you're going to too. It's called the double teamed podcast. And it's hosted by two of my favorite twins, Cammie and Nikki, who are on a mission to bring awareness to non monogamy kink and sexuality, and help make these taboo subjects more understood and accepted by our younger generations. Cammy and nikki love to get honest and vulnerable with their listeners discussing their experiences in open relationships dating dominance and submission and sex parties and i think actually a really good comparison is multi-amory which we just had on the show on this show private parts unknown and multi-amory consists of three elder millennials And they are some of the OGs of non-monogamy podcasting. And their show is very thought out, communication-heavy, relationships-based, whereas... On the double team podcast cammy and nikki are from a younger generation they are newer on their kink and non-monogamy journeys and they are kind of reporting back as they go and as they experience these new things so both shows are really fun and they just tackle the non-monogamy subject from these different perspectives in these slightly different ways so I'm actually going to play a clip from the Double Teams podcast so you can get to know Kami and Nikki a little bit. And then when you get done listening, you can find them anywhere you listen to podcasts and across your favorite social platforms. Here we go.
1: Wait, I have a question because you brought up being a sub in public and I want to know something. This is a good topic, um, a good offhand topic while we're at it. Sure. What did you like being a submissive in and withholding or and holding that power exchange in public? I did. I will say it's very um, exhibitionist, Mm. which I I actually enjoyed being like an exhibitionist in a submissive way more than I do in like a sexual way. If that makes sense, like if people are watching me have sex at a sex party, like uh, my exhibitionist is not like turned on, Mm. if that makes sense. However, if I am submitting like in a group or even like being a dominant, because I've had that experience before as well, I am more of an exhibitionist in that headspace. Okay, I think I would agree with you because, like, for example, when I that one time I performed at a sex party where I had a domin- a female dom, and then I had a male sub. I liked it purely for the exhibitionist aspect of it, like people watching me get flogged or watching me dominate my sub. Um, same whenever we performed, yeah, same time together when we got exactly, flogged. yeah, and then. But for example, one time at a sex party, I was being tied up by a, a male dom and he, and we, and he was kind of, you know, enacting power exchange and it was like a very, and, and that, and then I remember someone like walked up, um, cause he was tying me up in Shabari and we were doing the power exchange thing and then someone walked up and, um, was, and like was asking him like a few questions and stuff like, and then regarding me. Um and that part I was like, ooh, I don't know if I like this as much because it wasn't like for a show, it was like a moment we were having and then someone came and entered. But then like for example, um the last sex party where we performed and then afterwards where I was um where I was being tied up by the female dom in the spiderweb uh, shibari display, mm-hmm. like it was really hard for me to. I was like fighting going into subspace. I I could feel myself going into subspace, but I was like fighting it because I didn't. I didn't want to go into it in front of people. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'd also never been in a power exchange with a female before. So that was a little interesting for me. I still liked it, but I don't think it was really a power exchange. I think it was more of topping. It sounds to me. That is true. It sounds to me like you like bottoming in top in, or you like bottoming in public, but you don't like submitting in public. Correct. I I would say that. And then I was having a discussion with one of my friends um, from New York. He's actually a listener. Um, If he's listening to the pod today, Hi. Um, anyways, he was telling me how he went to an event in New York um, where he he loves being a submissive. Mm-hmm. And that was his first time submitting in public because it was at an event. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you know, I didn't like it that much. And I was like, I totally understand. Mm. Because, see, I know, liked it. I, for me, I feel like I need to explore it more. Because, like, for example, when I was the sub to the female dom and then I had the, and the, but I was dominant to <clears throat> the male sub, like that was totally for performance. So it wasn't like a true power exchange. So I think you're right. Maybe I am more just like, I like bottoming and topping in public, but for like true power exchange, I prefer that to be in a private intimate session which I think is fair cuz like for a lot of people the power exchange is a very intimate experience. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I was discussing with my friend is that, like yeah, it is an intimate experience. So if you don't if you don't like being submissive in public, like I totally get it. See, but. for me, like the times that I was submissive in a public setting, I think it um, it was always with my male dominant um and basically we call it, it like full protocol where yeah. and so we had a kind of our own um <clears throat> what do you want to call it we had our own boundaries rules like outline etc for for a full or well i don't know if it was full protocol it was like maybe like 75% protocol it was <laughs> like it was like partial <laughs> protocol like I, they had terms for it, but now I can't remember. I have to go back and look through our text thread, like, because um, there's full protocol, but then there's kind of like a couple levels before that. Mm. So it was, we'll we'll just say it was like protocol, um, where it's kind of like a step above submission, maybe in the sense that like it's very it's it's much more strict. And in this situation, it was like public, um, but I felt very comfortable with him, and like I wanted to like like I wanted to like be a good submissive to him so I I would do it for that regard and like mm. my focus was like making him look at as a dominant and being a good submissive to him in a public setting so that was always my main focus so I didn't mind it however I could see that like it really depends on like you know the,
0: the dynamic, public the, the dynamic person, the, the person crowd, the
1: public setting etc. Um, and also, you know, kind of like the relationship with that dominant, because like, you know, say for example, like you do a a power exchange with someone that you're relatively new to and you haven't discussed what happens when someone comes up and they ask, you know, something like if they want to do something to you, which I've seen that happen before. It's like you and your dominant need to discuss that beforehand. So, you know, like, am I, cause you know, he's handing doing power exchange with someone you just met at an event is very difficult. It's very difficult to do, but also like, you know, how like he, they can't hand, the keys to someone else if y'all haven't discussed that already. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of different faucets to that. But, yeah. but anyways, they gave me a lot of experience as a submissive and, you know, um, I, I hope I made them proud and I also hope, you know, that I can continue to, like, grow as both a submissive and a dominant. Um, but I just, I haven't put a lot of focus on it in a long time because I was kind of, like, allowing myself to mourn that relationship a little bit and also, like... Kind of sitting with like the feeling, like I said earlier. Just, I'm not really sure if I'm ready to like trust anyone with the with the dynamic of a power exchange. Mm. It's so one of my one of my partners expressed that he wants um, to explore more BDSM. Um, Actually, it's Jordan. You know, we did an episode, and in the episode, he talked about wanting to do it more so. And so, like, we've had some discussions around it and maybe about how to be more intentional around exploring BDSM. Um, But one of my other friends with benefits, surprisingly, even though he has zero experience with power exchanges. Wait, who? Really? Oh, him. Um. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) him. Oh, him. (laughs) I love that one of our listeners said that because I did not on that when I was questioning everyone about merch because I didn't realize that like we said that a lot until, yeah, until, you, he until someone was like, <laughs> wait, who? Oh, oh him. him. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Anyways, so we've never really explored power exchanges and or really like a lot of BDSM, but um, primal play comes very natural to us, and I did ask mm. him one time if he would be willing to tie me up and restrain me, and then like bite the shit out of me.
0: I, I just could saw see, four four
1: four. <laughs> I could see y'all doing that for sure. So, and he when I asked him if he would do that, he said he would be down, and it was something that like he does the the biting because he knows I like it. According to him, it doesn't really do anything for him, but he enjoys it. I enjoy it. Uh, which I found that surprising, to be honest. Um, he's a little bit of a selfish lover. <laughs> um, but anyways, so I'm going to re- – I asked that a while back, um, and we just haven't really explored it yet. So I'm going to revisit that with him and see if he'd be interested in trying it out. I would say – Because I – like, even though – I was just going to say, like, I, I trust him, you know? Like, we've we've – like, I, I trust him to, if I do the power exchange that, like, he, and, I, and I give him clear instructions before he about how to go about this, that he would deliver. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm just guessing. Um, but I was going to say, for my journey in kink, um, I mean, I, so I, I had a daddy for a while there, and we were exploring kink while also exploring a relationship. And I've talked about this many times, but you know, he was very much a partner that I was very on and off with. And we deescalated to not having that dynamic anymore. However, however, um, we still, I don't know, in time, like throughout the two years that we were on and off, like we still kept my pet name, which was LPM. <laughs> Um, you know, and I still called them daddy from time to time and we would still explore slight power exchange and through my journey in kind of trying to heal past things that I need to talk about and, you know, a lot of the reasons why I went into therapy through all of that. Like, I'm not saying I like lost interest in power exchange kink cause I definitely didn't Um, But it definitely became harder to explore when I needed to get better at enforcing my boundaries and learning how to say no and speak up for what I want before, you know, I could continue a power exchange with someone. I think that's fair. So I think I've been, you know, deconstructing a lot of my people-pleasing characteristics that I used to have. So am I ready to have another daddy? Not necessarily. Um, See, I don't know that I'm ready to have another Dom either. I, yeah, I, I feel like if I'm being honest, I, I still have a little bit more healing to do. So when it comes to power exchange. Um, well, I think it's because you have to approach power exchange from such a like safe space that like yeah. you need to feel ready to, you need to feel like that safety within yourself. To like feel ready and, and kind of maybe a little bit of security within yourself to be able to like hand over the keys to someone.
0: Listen to your favorite twins, Cammie and Nikki, every Thursday on the Double Teamed Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and check them out on social media too. They are on Instagram at Cammie and Nikki and at Double Teamed Podcast, also on Instagram or on TikTok at Double Teamed Podcast. And the video element is actually really great for this podcast because they're twins, right? They kind of sound alike, and you might need to see them to tell their voices apart. And no problem, because you can listen and watch them on YouTube. And guess what? You can also listen and watch this show, Private Parts Unknown, on our newly resurrected YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash privatepartsunknown. That is youtube.com slash privatepartsunknown. So enjoy all of this content. I hope you like the Double Teamed podcast. And until next time, stay curious and keep exploring. Love you privates.